One, two, one, two, it's is on. Hey, hey. Hey, this is Greg J. This is Take It EV, episode 41. Welcome to 2023 and welcome to Take It EV. In this episode, I'll run you through what's been happening when I was gone. And we're just going to have a general, you know, Greg update, Take It EV update podcast and what's coming. Well, so how is everybody? What is everybody out to? What are your uh, 2023 goals and promises? You know, it's February already, so get on it. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, statistically, I think we know that the uh, having, you know, New Year's resolutions and all that doesn't actually generally work. Um, too much pressure. Um, but this isn't a podcast about, you know... Uh, having having the uh, uh you know better life and all that although in a way you know clean energy sustainable technologies in your life you're going to have a better life let's be honest right but uh i'm i'm kind of digressing um so what have i been to the the last episode released was number 40 uh when we you know, I spoke to the, a real-life scientist and physicist about climate change and science of climate change. I, um, I really, you know, if you haven't listened to it, just go and and listen to it after this one, obviously, um, or just put it in your download queue. Um, if you're not subscribed to the post to this podcast, please subscribe because there's loads of episodes coming this year. I haven't recorded any of them yet, but they're coming. Um, so, um. Since the uh, the last time you listened to me talking, a lot has changed. We had a massive um, work done on our house. We built an extension, which in itself is not a massive uh, piece of work, but um, we wanted to ditch the gas, basically just go fully electric. Um, so, you know, remove the, uh, the, the gas pipes, if possible, um, switch over to a sustainable um, and clean uh, heating technology and generally you know insulate the house better and kind of just build the especially the new extension with um, with just uh, you know eco friendliness and kind of um, having a better place to live sort of set of mind and in the process obviously not burning anything uh, along the way and Yes, I know. Uh, building work, you know, loads of diesel vans coming over, and all that. That in itself obviously creates the uh, creates a bit of a CO two um, cost, but it's just it's just the nature of the way. We still we're st- we are still a bit of bit of a way off before uh, you know. Uh, your average builder drives an electric van. Heck, I I don't think there's a there's a van on the market currently, electric van on the market that would satisfy, you know, all um, builders. Talking to them, you know, either the uh, the 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 ones that have been up out there are just rubbish. They have a very terrible uh, range and just they're not very useful. Most of them don't seem to be charging very fast either. They just have the pitiful small batteries and they're very expensive. 
I think it's just uh, OEMs dragging their feet, but, you know, that's going to change. Anyway, going back to the house. So, yes, um, we ditched the gas. This was a tough sell, I, but I, you know, I, I always say to my wife, we just, you know, in any partnership you want to have, in any negotiation you want to have, you know, things you, you're kind of soft on, but you also want to have one or two targets where you're like, no, this is actually what I want. Um, and um, having a heat pump in the house, because that's our chosen technology, spoiler alert, um, was one of my kind of like, no, I, I you know, this is going to cost a lot of money, but I think we're going to uh, enjoy that in the end. And uh, spoiler alert, it's been a bit of a, been a, it's been a hell and back journey. Uh, did I mention this is going to be just me and uh, me talking today? Great. Um, if you're still here, you're awesome. Um, so, building work. In you know, it took us a year and a bit to actually find somebody willing to do the actual building work, which I know is crazy. Like, it was one of those cases where we had the money from the bank in the bank, and we were just like, shut up and take out take our money. But uh, it was actually very hard to find somebody who willing to to do it and somebody we would like and you know and all that. And dealing with dealing with builders is is difficult. Um, it's not something I'm used to. I'm I'm used to the uh, the the professional business where somebody says something to me and you know they will do it and they kind of do it and where the communications is actually quite uh, good. Builders don't seem to work that way. They they're way too busy and they're you know communicating with people and customers is, doesn't seem to be the the main focus which you know it's fine anyway um so we you know we got the building work started uh sometime in september um it was due to be finished at the beginning of december but that obviously didn't happen you know it's quite natural for building work to uh, to drive on um, nothing new there. Uh, we've we got our boiler and gas disconnected on, I think, beginning of November, at the beginning of November, um, and uh, we were supposed to get a heat pump installed, you know, straight down that month. So sometime at the end of the November, it didn't happen that way. We we ended up uh, living through the the, the cold spells of uh, December. With just a couple of uh, little uh, electric heaters, which uh, ended up costing us quite a bit of money in electric, but uh, you know that's just a small cost, I suppose. Um, the uh, the heat, the heat pump uh, itself—it's um, funny uh, they've estimated the work to to only be like four days of work, you know, for two people, solid four days. Um, ended up taking them almost two weeks. Um, they. Um, what what has happened basically is they came in, changed the. For those of you who who've never you know done this or uh, haven't read anything about it, and you're curious, what happens generally is you want to pick somebody who will come to your house and do what's called a heat loss calculation. A guy basically comes in, or a girl, um, or a lady, I should say, um, and kind of measures or estimates per room basis the the heat loss. You know how much heat will escape from the room during the day so how much you have to actually heat it up to maintain the temperature or get the temperature up to a certain level um and there's there's two ways to do it uh i suppose there's more than two ways but like generally there's two ways to do it one of them is a guy just uh, or a person comes in 
and just does it on a piece of paper and kind of just looks at, you know, your thickness of your walls, your radiators, the size of your room, the type of floor, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, has a spreadsheet that says, okay, well, for this room, you'll need X number of watts to to maintain the temperature or get it up to a certain level. And you do that per room basis. You take into account the rest of the house, you know, the, your doors, your landing, your roof, whatever. Um, and um, and then tells you at the end, you know, this is this is your outcome, right? You, we, we had an 18 kilowatt uh, gas boiler and the guy basically said, this is, you know, you, you need a heat pump that's, I think, six kilowatts and that's plenty enough. And we were like, all right, well, he knows what he's doing. He came recommended by quite a few people. Um, and uh, this is, this is you know, there's, there's, there's other types of companies who that would just basically... Uh, you'll get a sales guy on a, on the on phone, and they'll try to sell you the product, and they'll tell you, okay, well, for your house, this is gonna ha- this is gonna cost that much, and we have somebody in headquarters who will design your thing, your system. I don't find that approach appealing. Um, it generally will be cheaper, but the uh, I like the fact that somebody who will be doing the actual work is gonna show up, and they're gonna do the basic assessment themselves. You have to pay for it, but I, I generally have more trust in that. Um, that's just me. Um, your your uh, your mileage may vary. Um, anyway, um, they came in very quickly. They changed the radiators uh, once the uh, the the uh, gas boiler has been ripped out, and started installing all the sort of bits and bobs. Changed the uh, hot water tank uh, to a, a sort of slightly m- more modern one. Once again, the uh, the ones that you get by default in in British houses that are you know worth about 200 quid they're not very good they um what's, what happens basically is the uh, you, you get uh you get a very thin um ex- exchange coil in there's probably another technical term for it uh, exchange coil in the uh, in the in a boiler in the in the cylinder sorry so you know it's it's kind of designed for a high temperature gas boiler system and also they're not very well insulated so uh once the uh, the boiler heats up the water uh, uh, you know that water. You want that water to stay warm for as long as possible, right? Uh, and you know they're just designed to a price. So the um, for the heat pump, we got a slightly better one. Um, it was I can't remember how much, but it was you know three times more expensive, say, than uh, your average cheap uh, uh, tank. Which you know they're, they're so cheap that the uh, that doesn't mean that it's super expensive. Anyway. Um, that you know that was okay we basically switched over to using the uh, uh for the hot water we, we ended up just using eddy uh on the timer so you know it, at night we have a uh, um we, we've got the sort of dual tariff system so at night when the electricity is super cheap or relatively cheap i should say um that's when we would turn on the eddy to heat up the water for like about three hours uh, and that was sufficient every day and this was grand. Um, I mean, that that tank ended up actually having a fault, and it was had to be replaced under warranty, which was a bit of a stressful situation. But that's again, that's behind us. Uh, what I was surprised about is they, um, you know, everybody tells you, oh, you need to replace all the pipe, uh, all the pipe work, and insulate the house and all that. Uh, we didn't have to do any of that. Uh, yes, we had to change the uh, radiators, but they were um, single panel 
laughable radiators, uh, especially upstairs uh, in the bedrooms. And even with a gas boiler, um, when you know when we had a, any any sort of tough winter, cold winter uh, days, they would struggle to keep the the bedrooms hot. Anyway, so it was just obvious that they have to go. Um, whether we're going to get a heat pump or not, you know, I I uh, I recommend doing that. That might cost you a little bit of money, but you're going to save in the long run because um, you're going to have to run the, uh, the your heating source for as long. Um, we never we never got to 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 um, what do you call it like a combi boiler route because uh, I knew that eventually I want to get kick the gas out and also. Um, you kind of need the with the with something like Eddy, uh, you know, with solar uh, diversion diverter. You you need the hot water tank. So um, that's the uh, that's the story there. The the, the um, like I said, the heat pump got installed. It's it's a unit that's uh, it's quite quite a chunky unit actually. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be that big, but you know, it is it is what it is. Um, it got installed outside in the back. Um, they had to then come back and move it because uh, the uh, the the installers are so. Um, the company that oversees the installation and gives you the warranty at the end. They're very, um, uh, what's the nice way of putting it? Uh, they've, uh, they, they they want to maintain their reputation and want to sign off things that are actually done properly. So, uh, you know, we've had, the, we've had this uh, system now for, uh, I want to say, a month and a half, two months. Uh, basically, it was installed... I, th- I believe sometime at the end of the year after Christmas, um, or maybe just before Christmas. I can't remember exactly, but you know, end of December, very very end of December. Um, I think it uses about. So, I've I've just done a. You know, I'm I'm obviously the, the system's been just installed, so the information is kind of sketchy, uh, right? It's it's not been very long but just to give you rough figures uh, how much it costs i mean the installation was you know well over ten thousand pounds um that that's you know uh with the grant the government five thousand pound grant already taken out of it but that included underfloor heating and upgrading of all the radiators and quite a lot of work you know for uh, for uh two two guys or two three guys sometimes so uh you know um it's quite a bit of work, but again, the system had to be slightly upgraded, <laughs> shall I say? Um, and also, we went uh, we went from um, I'm going to botch this from a, you know unvented system, so a system where you, where the pressure is basically you've got a uh, uh, you've got something pumping the the water up to the, the top level of your house, and you've got a massive tank that, and then gravity just basically. Uh, drops the water down <clears throat> when you're using it, um, but these uh, this, these systems were probably designed in the fifties and sixties. Where um, whereas nowadays, the mains pressure, the, the pressure that comes from the uh, the street, uh, is high enough to actually you know reach the the taps without any any extras. So we've upgraded that system to um, to be, um, I don't know, they call it vented and vented, and to me that's not very. Intuitive way of describing it, um, but we basically have the system where you whereabouts is is it's a closed loop system. So there's no, we don't have any tanks a, anymore upstairs. And obviously, you know, uh, when you have a heat pump, there's a lot of gobbins that goes into a heat pump, uh, and they're uh, you know that that 
they've taken some space upstairs in the uh, in the loft where they used to, the old tanks used to be. But it's amazing to to have that extra space now for storage in the loft. Uh, it's very much appreciated, so I don't mind that. So obviously that you know, I think when I when I inquired previously into into this whole thing and I wanted to actually do that with the gas boiler but just upgrade the whole system in the hot water tank. I think we were quoted something like £3,000 alone just for that. Never mind changing all the radiators and, you know, and all the other work associated with it. Um, like I said, it's it, it was surprisingly a lot of work. Um, you know, it's, it wasn't just a, put a heat pump, change the pipes, uh, going to it, put some, some gobbins and controllers in the um, in the airing cupboard, bish bash bosh, done. Um Obviously, I wasn't hanging over their heads to see what they're doing. But, um, yeah, so, you know, that's the heat pump. There was loads of dramas uh, around it just because it was delayed a couple of times. And, uh, you know, these people are quite busy. Uh, they're in very high demand. But the, it's it's all water under the bridge. Um, the house is warm. We don't have any problems with, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the, the only thing that, I mean... It's it's a learning curve because it's a new system. Like two problems that I ha- that we had is the pressure dropped in the system a couple of times. I say a couple of times, two three times. Um, apparently, this is to expected. You know, sort of the the air rises in the system gets pushed out by water, and um, and whenever the pressure drops in the whole system, so the basically get the the you know the water is not compressible, but the air is. So when the air rises to the top. The, uh, the pressure gauges are basically saying, oh, you don't have any pressure. There's still water in the system. The, the, that air is, is just taking the, the little bit on top, if you, if you, if you like. But as far as the, uh, the, the, the pressure gauges are concerned, there is no pressure in the system. So obviously everything stops. Um, unfortunately, this has happened three times now. Um, and what twice before they moved the heat pump, when they moved the heat pump to a new position, it happened once again again because they, they they obviously had to um disconnect and reconnect the whole thing and um every time it happens it happens so we just wake up in the morning with no heating and no hot water which is not the ideal scenario i wish the uh, the controller beeped at me in the evening because it presumably knows that this has happened you know and it's a quite you know you want to know about this like you, I, I would appreciate be, uh, being woken up at night because all you have to do basically in the end is open a valve in the airing cupboard and if you've had your heat pump installed the installer should told should explain that to you um for literally you know 10 seconds and then turn it off until the pressure reaches about one and a half bars i think in our case again it might vary from system to system but it was just it was literally 10 seconds not, not even that to fix this and i wish i was i, I, I wish i knew um uh, that this has happened before i woke up um but no dramas. the the other the other the other funny thing is that um, the way the heat pump was set up, uh, um, any time that the uh, outside temperature dropped below a certain level, which by default is zero degrees, the it will just kick into this you know constant fifteen degree, uh, maintain fifteen degrees in the house, and what happened was basically uh, it was super cold one night. And we got. I I woke up sweating, um, and the heating was obviously on because you can hear the the water going through the radiators. And I was like, "What's going on? Why is it? 
why is it so hot in the bedroom? Um, you know, we're uh, we're in the middle of the night sleeping. The 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 water when it goes through the radiators is kind of it's not. I mean, it is loud enough to you notice. Uh, and we haven't had a heating on, you know, uh, for a very long time, so it kind of wakes you up. And and it turned out that basically that uh, that uh, temperature was set to zero degrees. So I had to drop it down to I think minus two or something like that in the um, in the menu. But uh, yeah, it was it was a, it was a funny thing. Um, but yeah, otherwise, you know, um, I think previous years we've uh, uh, in terms of cost of of, of like ownership, um, gas wise, I think we would use about thirteen hundred kilowatt hours a month in the cold, like very cold months. So usually it'd be you know. Either either January or, or February, uh, but the, I think for the past month there has been a couple of very cold days, or hasn't been hasn't been warm, shall we say? Uh, I think the heat pump said something like five hundred and sixty three kilowatt hours and con- energy consumption, which is not bad if it you know. Um, I don't know what the cop is. Um, doesn't matter in the end of the day. You know the house is warm. It uses. Uh, kilowatt hours per kilo, you know apples to apples so energy to energy it seems to be using less energy to keep the house warm and um you know um i've yet to install any open energy monitoring systems and all that but that all happened um so that's the very long update about heat pump um and the heating system um the if if you have any experiences yourself um or you know you just have any 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 comments about this please uh either you know um i'm trying to use less twitter uh i've moved over to mastodon uh the link is going to be in the description but basically it's takeyev at mastodon.social um it's an account that i set up in april 2022 so quite a long time ago um Please follow me there if you if you're uh, if you're listening to this, and um, just you know, tell me your story. Um, I'd be really really interested to hear. You know, there's a couple of people that I that I know who've had heat pumps installed to various levels of um, uh, of success. Mostly, it's been you know everyone's happy with them. I know two people who had their installations done by basically companies that, you know, you wouldn't want. Um, good news is that, you know, this can be rectified. Bad news is that, you know, this 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 will be happening and sadly it will... It will the, the, the bad press is always uh, louder than the uh, the good news, right? Nobody nobody goes to do to say, good news, I had a good day, or good news, my car actually, you know, my EV hasn't run out of battery and I've done, and it's been amazing. Um, I mean... It's too late by the time this podcast drops, but I'm, I've I've sent out a a call to action this year, where I'm hoping basically to, uh, uh to get ca- uh, people to record you know anything good about electric cars, and put together a clip, um, for the love of EVs, uh, I call it. And if you look at my YouTube channel, Tech EV YouTube channel, um, you'll see the last year's video, which was amazing, like literally brought tears to my eyes when people contributed. I I was. I was blown away. <laughs> I was very, very happy about it. And, and you know, um, yeah, I love all people who listen to this podcast and talk to me. Like, literally, you guys are awesome. Um, 
Which brings me to my next point. Or maybe I should have a break. This is your break ending. <laughs> um, this, this, by the way, this is just going to be me talking for you know half an hour or forty minutes. Uh, uh, FYA. So, um, why, why there was no new episode, new content for a while? Um, if you imagine building work, it's quite disruptive. Um, we've had you know people walking through the house, a uh, lot of. Uh, destruction and building work loads of noises you know interruptions i it was very stressful for both me and my wife um you know the the planning of it didn't uh, it didn't work out as planned shall we say it was supposed to be finished by beginning of uh, december and we still had some work going on at the beginning of january um i think our floors and things were uh, late sort of end of January so you know it's been it's been a stressful quite a few months since September you know, uh, um, and it's very hard to organize anything where I have to be professional and talking to people and on time uh, when there's a lot of work going on and yes they don't do this in the evening so I could have recorded in the evenings but it's still you know you're exhausted sometimes at the end of that day and you just all you want to do is just basically lie down and you know stare at the uh, at the um at the sky or whatever um or go for for a drive or go for a walk um so apologies about that but um i kind of knew that's going to happen and um yeah i've and i i i have tried like believe me this isn't for lack of trying um the (laughs) this is uh you know um i had two interviews in the meantime uh one of them just ended up in a, an absolute disaster technically um the 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 company that i use for web recording when i want to schedule a, a recording with people um it's supposed to record the the other people's uh voice and video to their local drive and then kind of send me the the recording it actually failed to save my side of recording and i didn't you know who would have thought that my side is going to fail so i i didn't have a backup and um upon reviewing the 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 uh the interview because obviously whoever i ask whoever i interview talks most of the time so i can re-record the uh, the questions um uh, but the content wasn't wasn't about evs it was about a company that you know has a ev adjacent technology or is it's used by some of the uh, uh oems but it's not really mainly ev so i just dropped it in the end and um and i had another recording where basically you know again nothing interesting has been said i yeah i i sadly have to do that from time to time and i have to kind of um or i don't get to um to edit the video in time when it will be relevant that's the other thing actually um since this is a a greg only sort of waffle interview or interview sorry uh, an episode i'm not going to edit this at all by the way this is just me uh, um dusting my old microphone and uh, and the recording system um last year i actually i one of my goals was to have full video recordings so you know not just talking voices in your ear but actually video because i had few people telling me okay well if you interview somebody and you recorded a skype interview why don't you just uh publish it to youtube but i ended up 
spending way too much time caring about how it looked. And, you know, when I was drinking in the meantime, when the other person was talking, I wanted to cut, cut that away, right? Uh, you don't want to be seeing me drinking my whatever or, um, or coughing or something. Um, video editing is hard. I, I mean, it's especially when it's an, you know, an hour conversation. Um, it's a different thing when it's a 10 minute YouTube video and you can kind of master the, um, the, the, the art of, you know, the script and, and the recording. It's very hard when it's a, when it's a, a, a an audio, um, or, or conversation sort of thing. Um, and I did try out outsourcing and all that, and I'm just gonna have to stop doing it. Um, it's just too much work. Um, you know, the uh, this podcast itself is is not. I'm not making any money on this. This is actually I'm. I might be even losing money on it because I'm spending too much time to talking and to uh, to people and and all that. And I just do it because I would have done that anyway. Um, so you know, I am very grateful to all the people who are listening. And if you're still listening, by the way, just drop me a message. Um, once again, or if you're listening to, to this on YouTube somehow, um, let me know in the comment because I would love to know how many people actually listen to this podcast on YouTube, uh, even if it's audio only. Uh, and um, yeah, um, so that's just the, the you know that's just kind of honest, um, you know, honest uh, 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 explanation like. I'm just a human doing this by myself. Um, I've got a couple of patrons, um, but I think it amounts to about, I don't know, £10 a month. Um, and I actually contribute via patron to other shows way more than that. So, you know, in a way, these people are just contributing or isn't that they're contributing or taking off some of my contribution. And, you know, but obviously they're contributing to this show, which in theory covers... I think I pay about £130 a month, a year, sorry, or £150 a year for hosting uh, uh, of this show. So they're, they're basically covering, in theory, that fee, uh, which I'm immensely grateful, great, grateful for, um, honestly. Um, and I know there's ways to do it for, for free, but I, I, like, I like Transistor FM, who are not sponsoring this podcast at all. Um, and you know, and their founders, founders. I I've been following them in a tech world and and uh, entrepreneur world for years before they 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 they, um, they established uh, Transistor.fm as a hosting platform, which is absolutely amazing. Um, and you know, if you look if you're looking for a podcast hosting, talk to me. I'll give you a referral code, and then you know I'll get some money off, and you'll get some money off at the beginning. Go check them out. Um, I think you get fourteen days for free. It's 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 a breath of fresh air, basically. Yeah. So that's that's the say you know that's the um, that's the reason why I was away for so long. Um, I haven't actually normally I would do loads of shows over Christmas because that's when I have time. Other people have time, but I haven't had a chance to do this this year. And uh, yeah, it's a shame. But you know, this. Um, quite a few people that I've sent emails to that I want to interview or who uh, requested in the past to be interviewed on this show. Um, I'm not going to go into the how, how the sausage is made, but, you know, either I pester somebody uh, or there's people who kind of suggest uh, guests. Uh, and, you know, I've, I've tried, uh, I've tried doing 
everything to kind of get the voices out. I hope I have a, oh, I know I have a different way of, uh, of interviewing people. I, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be flashy here. I'm trying to be, this is, this is supposed to be a show where you're happy to listen to somebody talk for over half an hour. Um, and if you are, you're awesome. Like, um, I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna be building, you know, listenership and using any tricks or or trying to, you know, do TLDRs or anything like that. I. I. I don't think that's. I don't think that's a good way to. To enrich the humanity and kind of build a better world. Um, I. I think some things need time, and conversation is one of those things that we hold dear to our heart. And this is why podcasts are so popular, right? You want to be able to listen to somebody saying something and kind of feel like you're in the same room with them almost. Um, and this is what I'm trying to bring in. Uh, I'm trying to talk to some people who would normally you would normally hear for ten minutes on the uh, you know on a medium somewhere. But I want to sit down and talk to them for half an hour, an hour, forty five minutes. So we 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 have you know quite a few people who are ho- I'm hoping uh, are gonna. Uh, find time or well I've I've got two episodes scheduled already or two interviews one is with uh, with a, uh, the guest that I that we've interviewed in the past and uh, she's already semi confirmed and another uh, guest who is new um and I'm hoping to have a very interesting conversation with them uh there's more to come obviously um the other thing that I want to do is I want to have uh, I want to have more regular shows um and this might be just me talking like this, hopefully for not this long, because once again, if you're listening to this point, you're awesome. But um, I'm not going to be talking for much longer, so don't worry. Um, but this, you know, I want I want to have some sort of a regular show. And it's not always going to be a, a guest interview, but um, I will start doing on the show what I'm doing sometimes, which is... There's, there's plenty of anti or not anti, but like uh, not very good journalism, should I say. And I don't want to be sharing links to them. I don't want to be giving them any viewership because I don't think they deserve it. Um, but I think it's worth at least reading the title and kind of just going over like, why is it rubbish? What's wrong with it? Um, and, you know, and if you if you see articles like that, be be sure to um, not share them, but also be sure to actually email the editorial of that p- publication, unless it's something like Mail or you know or Mail on Sunday or the Sun. It's like they literally thrive on us being enraged, so just don't don't read that crap. Um, but if it's some if it's a genuine you know. Uh, a publication that actually should have they should have known better um it's it's worth telling them that they should they should really just get off that game um but i think i might you know uh, uh, start doing that myself um some of the the shows that i listen to do that quite a lot and i enjoy that content so um although it's a bit different when it's just me we'll see we'll see what happens um but i'm hoping to have more regular shows basically where I either talk or, you know do a solo kind of deep dive on a subject and again uh, Mastodon or Toot Me although Americans actually find that word funny um, 
it doesn't mean the same thing in the UK, but basically message me on on on, uh, on Mastodon or or email me. You know, takeitev at gmail dot com. I'm I'm all ears um, with suggestions. Um, if you know somebody who I should really interview, and you're like, why haven't you gotten this person? It's because it's just me. <laughs> I'm doing this after hours, you know, on my own time. So, um, yeah, absolutely email me. Um, I mean, in fact, email me just to say hi. Like, I, I want to know who's listening. Uh, <laughs> honestly. Um, the um, So that's, you know, that's that's the, uh, that's what's going to potentially happen is, I don't know how often, but I think I'll try doing this every two weeks. Um whether there's an interview with somebody or whether it's just me talking about something. Um, and again, if you want me to uh, do a deep dive on a subject, uh, let me know. I, you know, I, um, I'm pretty technically minded. I'm an, I'm an engineer by trade. Um, and, you know, I do software and, and hardware. And, uh, uh, so I'm happy to kind of, and I'm very kind of pro-science, shall we say. So I, you know, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be trying to bullshit anybody about anything. I'm going to be fairly straightforward. Uh, so, uh, um, yeah, um, if you know any anybody that I need, should interview or if you want me to cover any subjects, um, send me an email, toot me, whatever. Um, if you want me to review an article and kind of shed my critical opinion or just share it, you know, just share share the outrage as it may be, uh about it and kind of point things that are wrong about it uh please do that as well again takeedv at gmail.com is the email address and um i think that's it um if you've listened so far you're awesome um and yes i know i've been saying ums and ums too much normally i would take them out but again i just want this to be a solo uh update yeah, I think that's that's it. Um, like I said, so just send me an email saying hi to takeyourdv at gmail.com. As my, uh, I don't want to be plagiarizing people, but I just, you know, if you listen this far, you're awesome. Um, and uh, there's a there's a creator online on, on YouTube that I, I actually am very fond of his videos, uh, 3D Printing Nerd. And he, I love what he says at the end of the video, so I'm just going to say the same thing. If you did listen to this far, you're awesome. Don't forget to hug each other more. Fight for the cause you believe in. And as always, high five. And take it easy, of course. Bye.